sir. Yep. You got a big ass fist. So I can tell that's a fist away from your face, but it's like a <laughs> hell of far from your face. All right, my name is Andrew Pikatowski. Chris Johnson, what's your name? Chris Johnson, you got it. As you can, uh, as you can probably tell, I got Chris Johnson here on the podcast today. Um, and there's a pretty his favorite s- black friend. There's a pretty sad reason for that. Um, see, usually we do this podcast with Echo, but the thing about Echo is he's got a He's got a big-ass dick, right? <laughs> and I, I saw it one time. We were at Reed Kruger's house about to shoot a music video. Mm-hmm. And he went to take a piss behind a bush. And, you know, I looked up at the bush, and there it was, right in between this little opening in the bush. Mm-hmm. You know that Perfect scene? View. Yeah, you know that scene in the Simpsons movie where Bart's skateboarding naked? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then, like, everything's covering it, and then he goes, like, between the fence mm. and, like, the fucking like concrete yeah, yeah. barrier mm-hmm. and you can just see his little wee wee like, like a brief view of it mm-hmm. yeah it was like that mm-hmm. um probably probably the best day of my life mm-hmm. probably the best day of my life um but you felt closer to him that day i did yeah. but but the thing is the thing is echo echo's always kind of felt like he was a different person you know he he feels like a woman sometimes <laughs> so you know echo went in a few days ago for a sex change operation um we were expecting it to go well and oh geez the way they do sex change operations they split the dick right down the middle mm-hmm. and then they i saw it on the episode of south park yeah yeah, yeah yeah they fold they fold the two sides of the dick and that makes the uh lips to the so-called vagina mm-hmm. um and Echo's dick was just too big. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Ended up going, uh, ended up getting buried deep inside of him. Punctured one of his intestines. They said he died oh with my God. poo dripping out of the pores on his crotch. Mm. So we got Chris Johnson on the show this week. Yeah, respect to Echo, man. Yeah, man, R.I.P. He was a great dude. Mm-hmm. Now, Chris, this is your first podcast, man. I did one with a... Uh former co-worker of mine where we just talked about comic books and whatnot i vaguely remember you telling me about that how'd yeah. that go it was good it was good i was um if there's anything that i'm gonna sit here and talk about comic books would probably be like the most probably comic books would be the thing most definitely okay okay i was hoping that we would uh do more of them but i guess it was just a one shot <laughs> yeah you know sometimes uh Sometimes people don't want to record multiple podcasts. Well, he um, he also had a lot of other things going on where, I don't know, I just, he just couldn't fit into his schedule. Gotcha. I mean, it's only an hour or two every week, but okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, this isn't a podcast about comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about comic books. Um, usually, like, the I'm way... I'm open to anything. Yeah, usually the way this works... Um, I got it divided up into segments, so we have an intro, current events, and then just questions from the internet. Are we going to tell the people about that guy who got stabbed to death? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you got the text with the story explaining it, so. <laughs> All right, so me and Drew, we're uh, vacationing here in Texas. Phoebe's Diner. Mm, Phoebe's Diner. Give them a shout-out. Yeah, shout Phoebe's out. Diner. Fire food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the best uh, safety rating, but. <laughs> so, yeah, I discovered this diner. And I was like, oh, man, we got to check this out. They got five stars. 
So we pull up and we notice there's cops everywhere. And uh, obviously they got like caution tape around the building and all that. So we're like, all right, well, this isn't going down. So we show up there two days later and we ask what happened. Apparently this guy, this DoorDasher, he parked his car out front and he went inside to get a, to pick up his DoorDash order. And uh, the parking lot attendant decided to put a boot on his car. And the guy comes out with his DoorDash order and sees a dude putting his boot in his car and he starts a fight. And then the boot guy whoops out a knife and stabs him in the chest. <laughs> Sticks him. You see, the funny, the funny thing about that, insane. <laughs> aside from the fact that it's just a crazy-ass story, this was our first morning in Austin. Yeah. And... I got up a little later. Chris is, you know, up looking for fucking places to eat and shit. I love breakfast. And he's like, uh, he's like, let's check out Phoebe's Diner. They have great ratings. Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right. We pull up. There's mad cop cars, caution tape. We're at the light. We're at the light. And I'm like, and I look over at the diner and I just see the cop cars. I'm like, hmm, guess somebody died at Phoebe's Diner. <laughs> Chris is like, really? He's like, I don't, I'm like, I don't know. I guess I, I just see some cop cars there. I don't know what's going on. So we hook a left. <laughs> and sure enough, somebody died at Phoebe's Diner. Crazy. And we had to go to, uh, we ate at Denny's that day, right? Yeah, yeah. Sunday mm-hmm. morning in Austin, Sunday morning to Sunday afternoon, very hard to find a good place to eat. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, very busy time. Yes, sir. For the uh, Austin years. But I was more surprised to know that Phoebe's Diner was on DoorDash. We could have just DoorDashed it. <laughs> All the way to Pflugerville? How far was it exactly? Like. 20, 25 miles. Oh, shit. It was a troop. I didn't realize it was that far. Yeah, it takes like, takes like 20, 30 minutes to get into Austin from the Pflug. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, if any of our 10 listeners have been to Pflugerville, shout out. Um, great place to stay. Good yeah. prices on Airbnbs. I love it here. My first time visiting Texas, I'm already thinking about my next visit. Yeah, man. It's fucking, it's fucking great. It's mm-hmm. fucking great. Um... Probably the probably the only place, maybe Colorado, but probably the only place I visited that I could see myself living. This is the only place I've been in years. Like I said, I don't get out much, so I need to. This is also a like a new start for me. I guess I'm, I'm gonna start taking more trips. I need to start seeing more shit. Got to man, fucking travels. It's it's so good for you. Mm-hmm. It's so good for you. It's more valuable than any kind of material possession. It's more valuable than... And as you were telling me the other day, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the more you get out of your comfort zone, you know, it, it helps you grow in ways. Yeah, it helps, helps you grow in ways that you can't back home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's this thing about back home, you know, I told you I only hang out with, uh, I only hang out with like four people and one of them lives in Rhode Island. Yeah. Um, it's, back home it's weird. I just, I feel like, if you're around people that you went to school with in high school a lot, mm-hmm. you know, I I feel like the vibe's just kind of, like, lazier than it might be elsewhere. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, I could come down here and I could just go and meet people that are into podcasting or business ownership yeah. or, you know, all that shit. Um, There's so much more going on here, things that you want to be a part of. Yeah, for sure. That's another thing about Austin, too. It's, uh, St. Louis is, like... St. Louis kind of dead, bro. It's just like 
cold and gray and it's the same shit every day it's the same shit every day and i it might seem like that to us just because we're from there but that's probably what people say about here too yeah possibly possibly but it's a lot more of the same shit yeah yeah, you know (laughs) i was just saying like they just came to mind like we live maybe a different perspective you know what i mean yeah but there might be people that live here that say the exact same thing but us coming from where we are we're like yo this place is the shit yeah <laughs> everything's new everything's fucking awesome but i don't i don't necessarily feel like that about every place i visit like i got family in cincinnati i go to cincinnati and i'm just like hmm. skyline chili mm-hmm. you ever had skyline chili Mm-mm. it's like spaghetti chili it's spaghetti noodles with chili on top of it doesn't sound like it'd be terrible yeah it's actually pretty good yeah. it's actually pretty good but yeah i know what you're saying man um I think I think if you were to write everything out and make a list of shit to do in St. Louis and Austin, I think you'd have a lot more shit oh, to do here. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um back home it's just a lot of uh <coughs> a lot of chilling, like, yo, let's go to the bar and get fucked up. I don't even drink. Mm-hmm. So like I know Austin's got like a pretty big bar scene, but you know, if you go to a bar with like live music, yeah. it's one thing. Mm-hmm. If you go to a bar with new people that you can meet, that's one thing. But if you're just going to a bar that doesn't have shit to do but a pool table, which is fun. I do like to play pool. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah. some darts or something. You know, yeah, or some darts, yeah, you know, yeah. nice little activity to do. But, mm-hmm. I mean, here you got here you got more nature shit. You got more hikes. You got more restaurants. Yeah. You got a soccer team. Um, I think there's a minor league hockey team here. And the stadiums Maybe. here are crazy. Yeah, well, it's University of Texas Stadium. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, we saw the UT football stadium. I forget what the capacity of that stadium is. It's like ninety to a hundred thousand or something. It's huge, mm. um, and that shit was built in like the nineteen twenties, and they just added on to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you got UT here, University of Texas, pretty big university, um, but there's a lot of fun shit to do on that campus. Yeah, and you got you're an hour and a half away from San Antonio which is an awesome city in itself. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you're like three hours from Dallas. And see, what's St. Louis from Kansas City? About three or four hours? Yeah, yep. So you got like three cities in one. You can make a two-hour trip down to Houston or Galveston or something. You got beaches and mm-hmm. fucking all sorts of shit. So, yeah, basically, basically what we're saying is fuck St. Louis just yeah. like it's Fuck the Austin Aquarium. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That God. is so depressing. Dude. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I feel fucking terrible for giving him money. <laughs> Some of those, uh, like the cages were too small. That one lizard that was trying to get out. Yeah. Yeah, man. There was this lizard, and it was in like a fucking, maybe like a hundred gallon like fish tank that you put at your house. Mm-hmm. And this lizard was like probably like a quarter size of the ground on the tank you know Mm -hmm. like if if it was just ground and the lizard was laying flat on it he'd probably take up a quarter of the space in this fucking thing and he was just climbing up against the wall trying to figure out how to get out of there yeah that was fucked up or that big ass snake like you said probably has a hell of a time shedding its skin yeah (laughs) yeah there's this anaconda i mean i'm sure they like take them out at some point there's this anaconda fucker had to be 15, 20 feet long. Yeah. Fat as shit. Mm-hmm. It's in the same size tank. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the more, like, I've been to zoos 
and I've seen like animal habitats and shit, but like yeah. that place was janky, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's a money laundering operation. <laughs> the fucking cartel wanted to have the cartel wanted to have some exotic pets, and they wanted to clean their money, mm-hmm. so they made a fucking aquarium in an old Target. In an old, it's literally like <laughs> it's literally in a shopping complex. It's in like a fucking strip mall. We Steve. pulled up, and I was like, "Whoa, this is it!" <laughs> yeah, the fucking internet told me I was like, "Shit to do in Austin." The internet told me to go there. I don't know the ethics on aquariums. I mm-hmm. don't know like if they're good for certain creatures and bad for others. Because no matter what, if you're putting fish in captivity, you're fucking up the ecosystem in yeah. the ocean, right? But for certain fish. If they had enough space to be in a tank without predators might be a good thing. Mm-hmm. But then it's you got to be big enough for them, though. Yeah. Right? Like, None of that shit was big enough for yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. None of that shit was big enough for anything. They were all crowded right right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They let you touch the animals. It was, like, it was like you could put two fingers on the animal. And I'm like, I don't think most places don't do that, right? I haven't been. I don't go to many aquariums. So. I, I that's the first aquarium I've been to since I think I was like seven or eight in Chicago. I would assume some of them let you give you an opportunity to interact with the animals. I know fucking SeaWorld, they let you swim with dolphins, mm. which is uh, I don't know if the dolphins like that or not. I know uh, dolphins, man, they don't they play around too much. <laughs> yeah, man, you got to be careful with a dolphin. Yeah, yeah. I fed one one time. This is when I was I was young. I was probably like nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Took a vacation to Florida. Um, I didn't realize how fucked up SeaWorld was at that time. At that time, I was just thinking, dolphins, you know? Yeah. I was excited. I fed some dolphins. They let you pet them. They look happy, but they always fucking look happy. Mm-hmm. Dolphins are wild, man. They gang rape each other and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I see, like, they, they, when some people are swimming with them, they, like, pull them underwater and shit. And they're like, yeah, well, there was come this... play with me down here. Yeah. Like, I can't right. breathe, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> You can't breathe either. You're a fucking mammal. Like, what, what do you want to play down here for? Um, no, you ever seen Blackfish? I have not. It's this movie about the orcas that are in captivity. Mm-hmm. Oh, sad as fuck. Their dorsal fin like flops over. Like a fucked up documentary or something. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just like exposing SeaWorld and how fucked up it is to take an orca out of its pod and put it in. Is it on Netflix? I think so. Okay. It was on Netflix when I watched it. Mm. Um. But yeah, orcas are like, they're smart as fuck. Yeah. You know, orcas and dolphins, all the sea mammals, mm-hmm. smart as fuck. They have like their own language. Yeah. But they not only do they have their own language, they have their own dialects of mm-hmm. the language. Mm-hmm. And they're really social. They stick together in their family pod and they go around and they just fuck shit up. Oh, yeah. They're fucking wild. And they fuck up sharks, man. Yeah, they fuck up sharks. Yeah. Have you seen uh, the video of the uh, seal getting punted in the air by the uh, orca tail? I think I have seen one of those. That's just brutal. <laughs> yeah, man. No, they they they're don't give a like fuck, bro. Balls, they're man. they're savages. Mm-hmm. They're savages. Mm-hmm. They don't even eat some of the shit they kill. They're like cats. Yeah, and just kill it for fun. Mm-hmm. Got to practice, I guess. Got to practice, but yeah, it's um, they get really they get really depressed when you put them in captivity. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week in Austin, we had some wonderful experiences at the uh, Vulcan Gas Company. Yes, sir. That's uh, the what we did. first experience was was Kill Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, Kill Tony is a show where Tony Hinchcliffe invites another, and Brian Redband, invite other comedians on. They sit at a table, 
and basically open micers, get to go up on stage for a minute and give them the best material they got, and then Tony judges them. Um, what did you think of Kill Tony, Chris? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't know exactly. At first, I thought it was going to be Tony himself, like doing the set for the whole mm-hmm. show, and then I realized what it was—just bringing other people up, giving them a chance to get their shot. I like it. I like uh, I like the theme behind it. It's because um, there were a lot of people up there who had never done or who had ever gone up on stage once or twice, and they sucked ass. Yeah, there were <laughs> there there were a few people that were fucking terrible. Make sure this is like pointing like straight at your mouth. Oh, right on, nice. right on. Um, there were a few people that were fucking terrible. This first guy went up. I forget what his, I forget what his like first bit was, the bit that he was trying to do. It was something about beans. Yeah, something about beans. This yeah. guy like made beans for a living, and then his whole story was just about how he like lost his job, or like he quit his job or something to it, pursue comedy or something or something like that. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't that interesting. And, Gil T- <laughs> and Tony was like, "You should go back to making beans or whatever." Mm-hmm. Eventually, this guy made a uh, joke about like saying something about he fucks kids and shit. Mm. And the whole crowd was just like, oh, late. I think I missed that part. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Chris was Chris had to bury his face in his jacket the whole time. He couldn't <laughs> even watch it. Um, but yeah, it was just like his delivery was off. You know, fucking kids could be funny, I guess, if you, if you put the right spin on it mm-hmm. as a comedian. The thing um, I like about it, though, like, uh, it's the constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah. Gave him. Like he he was shitting on the the people that sucked. He shit on them, and I feel like that's what they need. If yeah, they, if they want to sure. make a if they want to make it in that industry, they need to be told that their shit sucks by someone on the level of Tony Hinchcliffe. Right. You know what I mean? Except the first guy who I guess was a pedophile. Yeah. Um, and there's he, some people that probably just shouldn't be. Yeah. In that he line just, of work he at just all. needed to quit. <laughs> yeah. That guy was fucking atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah Weinschenk. Weinschenk. Sarah Weinshack. I don't know how to say her name. Um, Sarah Weinshink and... I don't even remember the other girl's name because I, I was just... I didn't remember either or. I was just in... Uh, Kim... Kim something. I was just uh, in love with Sarah Weinshink, bro. I followed her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent her a uh, sent her a message. I was like, hey, you know where to find these shrooms and yeah. I love you. Uh, she never got back to me. Um... <laughs> That is a beautiful woman. That is a beautiful there woman. There were a couple beautiful ladies in there, man, for real. Yeah, there were um it, it was nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you don't I guess I wasn't going to a comedy club expecting to see expecting to see like a bunch of beautiful women, but they were there. Yeah. They were getting weak. Mhm. And I liked that. Yeah. It was a good environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was a really really positive environment. Mhm. Um second show we saw at the Vulcan Gas Company this didn't start out as good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a sour patch kid. It was sour, then it got sweeter. Oh yeah, it got super <laughs> sweet. Got super sweet, but it started out super sour. Mm-hmm. Um, so first thing that happens, I can't get the machine to print me a ticket for the parking. Mm-hmm. So I like, I got some anxiety the whole time. I'm like, damn, we're all the way in Texas. I hope my shit doesn't get towed. Yeah. Um, that ended up being fine. But we go in. We got the general mission tickets now. If you're ever going to the Vulcan Gas Company, you need to know this. Mm-hmm. If you do not get a table and you do not get there early enough with the general admission tickets, yep. you will be sat at a bar upstairs mm-hmm. and you will have to watch the entire show on a screen. You will not be able to see a comedian. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. 
So we got there kind of late. And they set us upstairs at this bar. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. You know, I paid like 80 bucks to get into this place for the two of us. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? I can't. And we can't even enjoy ourselves. I can't fucking see. Yeah, yeah. I can't fucking see. Mm -hmm. This is Joe motherfucking Rogan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Joe Rowe. And I can't see? So I went to the doorman, kind of bitched about it. Um, Politely. I wasn't like a Karen about it. I basically just like, I asked him if we could buy a table first, and he said it was sold out. That's what the bartender upstairs said to me. She said, yeah. We should look into buying a table. Yeah. And then um, I was just kind of like, damn, I, it didn't say anything about this online. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, well, they'll play it on the screen. I was like, something, I guess. Yeah. You know, kind of being pouty about it, but not being a dick. Mm-hmm. So the guy came on my face. Nope. <laughs> the guy came upstairs. He grabbed this other couple. I guess they had a table, but they couldn't really see from the table what it seemed like. Um, he grabbed us. Oh, yeah. You talking about those other people that were sitting with us? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He grabbed us and this couple that was upstairs, and he was like, I got a seat for you. Now, when he first started walking us towards the table that they were sitting at originally, I thought it was going to be there. Mm-hmm. Which I was fine with. I was like, as, as long as I can see, it's cool. Yeah. But he takes us downstairs, and he puts us at the table right next to where they where the stairs are to get on the stage. Mm-hmm. So like, we went from not seeing to being literally right next to everybody. Right, right next to everybody, because <laughs> they were walk they were walking past us. They could brush against your shoulder while they were walking up on stage. Mm-hmm. Um. And that was fucking awesome. First set was Hans Kim. That's yeah. his name, right? Mm-hmm. That guy's fire. Mm-hmm. Up and comer from Austin, Texas. That guy's fucking fire. He was uh, at the Kill Tony show as well. Yeah, he was yeah. a regular on Kill Tony. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had the great Ron White. Yeah. Which was... I'm not that hip on him, but he he killed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he killed it, man. Mm-hmm. He's fucking... He's good. Um, mm-hmm. Blue Collar Comedy Tour back in... He looks like Jeff Bridges. I don't know who that is. Actor. Really good actor. Okay. (laughs) But um, Blue Collar Comedy Tour was huge. Um, Early 2000s, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Him, Jeff Jeff Foxworthy, uh, Larry the Cable Guy, and I don't remember the other guy's name, Bill something, but these guys used to sell out arenas. Mm. And personally, I think Ron White is the funniest of them. He's definitely the dirtiest of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like more rugged than they are, I guess. Yeah. Um, Ron White fucking kills it, dude. It was so cool to see him live. Mm-hmm. Um, been watching that dude since I was a kid. We had Tony Hinchcliffe. <laughs> Tony Hinchcliffe. He's a he's funny at being an asshole. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's a mean dude. <laughs> he's, at least he's a mean comic. The dude's mm-hmm. fucking savage. Um, I didn't know he was forty for damn near. He didn't look like it. Yeah, a lot of comics are, like, old. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it takes a while to get into that career field. It's like a long grind, I guess. Or to really get noticed or get on that level. Yeah, because yeah. you got to get good first. Mm-hmm. And apparently the only way to get good at it is to go up on stage and do shows and work out bits and bomb. And so- yeah, it's good they have 
uh, shows like that where they can come and practice their material for like the bigger stuff they're doing. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and then of course, motherfucking Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. He had a great set. Joe's the man. That was my second time seeing him, and ironically, it was the first time I saw him. I was second row, and now this time, both time I've I've seen him, I've been like right. Yeah. Right there, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's awesome. I'm going to try to keep that streak going every time I see Joe. <laughs> probably, uh, probably, I don't think we'd be doing a podcast if it weren't for Joe Rogan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And there's a lot of shit that I've learned that I just wouldn't know if Joe Rogan didn't have a show. Yeah. Um, You know, people will give you shit if you're a big fan of his sometimes, but mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. It's like he said, like one of his uh, first things he said, people give him shit because he gives out bad advice or something. Don't take his advice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. take his advice. Yeah, for That's sure. It. Not all of his advice is bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a rational enough person, you can pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was Joe Rogan. Let's see, what else did we do? We went to San Antonio. Riverwalk was cool. All the restaurants are pretty expensive. Yeah. Left my credit card. Had to go back and get my credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, some... Older woman, probably late 40s to mid-50s. She, like, caressed me. Yeah, yeah. I guess Chris was watching her eat a sausage. Yeah, I was. She was, like, like on the other side of the restaurant, and I saw her deep-throating a sausage. And, you know, like any man, it caught my attention. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I wonder where this is going to go. And then we made eye contact, and uh, I think shortly after that, they either brought us our food or something. So I was locked in on that. And then when they leave, she just completely caressed me, like like the side. She was touching my my arm, my, like my hip and all that. And I was, I mean, I was flattered. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there was nothing that could be done. She was with her man's. So yeah, it was it was weird. And then they came and apologized to us, sort of like, "Sorry, we've been trying to get them out." <laughs> I turn the mic so it's like, bring it over this way, and then turn the mic, rotate the mic. You want it. To, you want your mouth to be pointing like straight at it. Right on. Um. So that went down. Um. See what else have we done here? Um. Better question: What haven't we done here that you would probably still like to do? Check out some of the live music for sure. We went. We went on Sixth Street. Um, Halloween night. We went down on Sixth Street. Mm-hmm. It was kind of popping. Um. I don't know if that's really our scene. At least it's not probably not my scene. Yeah. Um, we passed that big building last night that had like bowling, laser tag, and all yeah, that. yeah. I feel like that would be fun if we had like a couple more people with us. Yeah, like, that would be had, fun. Like, that would be fun. We we have places like that back in St. Louis though. That place was huge. Yeah, that place yeah, not was... not like that, but mm-hmm. that place was fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Um, See what else would I do? Um, definitely go check out some live music, some fucking blues. Um, there's a lot of great concerts in Austin, like all the time. Like yeah. I think Porter Robinson, who's like a famous uh, EDM DJ, mm-hmm. he was there either. He was here either last night or tonight. Um, Theo Vaughn was there last night. Wasn't yeah, he? Theo yeah. Vaughn was at the Vulcan Gas Company last night with yeah. uh, Kim something or rather and Sarah Wang Shank Shack. Oh, man, we missed out on that. Shaky. God, she's so fucking hot. <laughs> um, I would love to see Joey Diaz live. Yeah, dude, Joey Diaz live would be fucking 
fucking fire. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it, I want to <laughs> check out more restaurants. Yeah. Um, that's all I really know, like, to do. Mm-hmm. Haven't even, I'm sure there are plenty of things that we haven't discovered, some hikes and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that would be pretty cool, but yeah, how about you, man? Man. Yeah, I pr- pretty much everything you said, for, for real. Hiking, that's probably one of the main things we haven't done, going on a nice trail. Yeah, we're about to do that after this. Mm-hmm. Get some food and then go on a hike. Mm-hmm. Other than that, man, you know, probably just try to meet some more Texas ladies. Yeah, man. <laughs> Texas ladies look very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we're going to move on to current events. Did you hear about this teacher that was fired for the Native American dance? No, I did not. So this teacher please. this teacher gets up in front of her class and she has on like a headdress, like a Native American headdress. It looks like it was made at a fucking arts and crafts festival for children. And she starts doing this like rain dance or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to emulate it because I don't really know how, but she was making a complete ass of herself. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just like... and just, like, doing all these weird movements and shit. That's racist. Well, is it if it's educational? Mm -hmm. See, see, like, if she's doing an actual rain dance and she's not just mocking the rain dance, is that racist? It's a gray area. (laughs) I feel like that. It's a white lady. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Other than that, it's just awkward. <laughs> yeah, it was it was super awkward. Um, everybody, How old are these kids again? What grade? Probably like fourth grade. Oh god, yeah. Mm. I don't know. They were old enough to be recording it, but like now it's it's like fourth grade. What kid isn't recording stuff nowadays? Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I wish I could have got my first time masturbating on camera, but. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know. I can get. I can get my. Ten million eight hundred thousand forty seventh on camera. <laughs> so gotta gotta work with what you got. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, it was weird and I feel like she could have just she could have just like shown a video of of like someone of some actual Native Americans yeah, doing yeah. a rain dance. Put up a PowerPoint or something. Yeah. And uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. She she took a risk. She took. A, I respect her for uh, going, like taking that uh that route. But I don't know. Maybe maybe those weren't her shoes to fill. Yeah, I, I don't believe they were. I, I don't know. If she got suspended or fired. Mm-hmm. But uh, she she fucking took an L on that one. Whatever yeah. happened. Um. So there was this there was this Amazon delivery driver who got fired for fucking in his work van. Oh. Nice props. That's a good reason to get fired. Mm-hmm. I can respect mm-hmm. that. Um, I imagine the Amazon work vans have cameras in them. It's probably safe to assume. They um, stealing packages and whatnot. Regardless, I got a. There's a video of him walking out of the back of the van with a woman. Um, that was taken from like a third party source. Um, so. That happened, and I guess my question for you, Chris, is what's the craziest place you've ever fucked? 
the craziest place I've ever fucked. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't really fucked in too many crazy places. Yeah, I mean, it's a bed. <laughs> Fucking wild, bro. You a freak, freak. You a freak, freak. I don't like when uh, I don't like when girls like to like to do it with the lights off. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like to I like to see titties. Yeah. You know, that's probably the the most. When you say weird place, I, I probably have to say that in in my room with the lights off. I don't know, she liked. I, I couldn't see anything. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I don't. I couldn't get stimulated as much because I couldn't see anything. Well, I guess they men are visual creatures. Mm-hmm. Women go more off feeling. So I guess if you deprive her of her sight, that might enhance. I think she was a little self conscious of her body too. Yeah, that happens. Mm-hmm. That happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe if you like depriver of sight then that makes her sense feeling more yeah i wonder if there's some science behind that i can tell you the craziest place i've masturbated okay It'd probably be in my uh my cousin's bathroom yeah yeah i was okay. over there visiting for the weekend and man i was just you know i was a couple of days just pent up you know what i mean mm-hmm. I, I had to get it out somewhere it'd be like that yeah, yeah. just went to the bathroom and let it rip. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I had to do it. I had to do it. I, um, craziest place I ever fucked was once in high school. I fucked in my car at this, uh, at this park. And now that I think about it, if we would have got caught, that would have been really bad. It was like broad daylight, like 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, we got off school early that day, met up, and, you know, just. Did the do. Did the yeah. do in the backseat of the old uh, Buick Regal. Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't been lucky enough to have sex in a car yet. You're not missing out on much. Uh, the windows fog up. It doesn't smell great. It's hot. It gets sweaty. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet it's intense, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely like a... There's something hot about it. You know, it's like have a moment of passion. Playing. You said what? You have some music playing? Get the bass bumping? No. Oh, man. No. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the car was off. I was trying to save gas. Oh, true that. Um, true that. Mm-hmm. It, it got very hot. But maybe, like, maybe in the winter in a heated car, if you got, like, an SUV, mm-hmm. put the fucking seats down in that bitch. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. But it wasn't, um... What kind of music would you play if you're fucking? In a car? Yeah. Some, like, upbeat Nickelback, bro. Mm, there it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's car fucking music, if I ever heard it. <laughs> yeah. Um... Papa I love Roach, it. I fucking love it. yeah, yeah, like mm-hmm. crazy white people shit, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. or it's like some corn, yeah, yeah, some corn. Now, <laughs> maybe, maybe corn's You'd a little. Have to be, you have to be hate fucking. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It had to be kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Corn's kind of dark. Um, I don't. That's more like bed fucking music to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Fucked in a Macy's dressing room once. Nice. Yeah. That was, uh, I was really fucking nervous, but I was also <laughs> really fucking horny. So I was like, mm-hmm. made that happen. Um, fucked in a mansion once. You guys just couldn't go home? Or did you like, this has to happen now? Here. Um, yeah, we just couldn't go home. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we were at the mall anyway. We'd like met up to hang out at the mall. Nice. It was like, let's, uh, it's fucking, I want to fuck, but my parents are home. Like, I want to fuck, but my parents are home. Because I sound like the girl, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> now we just went out at Macy's dressing room. It was really sketchy. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to do that again. Um, and I fucked in a mansion one time. 
It's nice. probably my favorite place. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite place. It was kind of fucking. It was kind of weird. I um. The night before, we're partying in this mansion. Um, that uh, this guy on my hockey team, I guess this, it was his parents' mansion. Um, complete sausage fest. There's like a bunch of dudes and like three girls there, but I'm like talking to one of the girls at the time. Um, we were going through some shit. She went and made out with this dude trying to make me jealous. I was just like, fuck it. Mm. Um, but anyway, so like my homies leave, the guys that I came with, we weren't even like really invited to the party. Well, we, we were invited. She didn't invite me. She wanted to come hang out with me, but I just didn't text her back. And then one of the guys at the party invited me and the boys Mm-hmm. So we pull up, you know, pull up, uh, looking like a bunch of dudes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we just get fucked up. Yeah, we just get super drunk. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those things. Like sometimes, like if I drink, I won't necessarily black out, but I'll go to sleep. And once I go to sleep, I'm kind of blacked out. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So he's I, down for the count. Yeah. yeah the yeah. homies left. I'm like, I'm going to sleep. And I have this, like, vague, like, memory of a dream where I'm just fingering the fuck out of somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, getting it. Yeah. Um, How many fingers deep? Two. Okay, there you go. She she was a small girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fingering the fuck out of her. And she's like, I don't remember ever having, like, sex with her like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the sex was kind of, yeah. Um, from what I remember, um, I was fingering the shit out of her Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that was a dream or if that was just me coming back to reality for a second, but I go to sleep and I wake up, it's the next morning, I'm on a couch in the upstairs living room, just girl riding my dick. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like halfway hard and I like, I like make a face. I'm like, she's like, you okay? I'm like. Yeah, I guess I'm fine. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like that seems thing seems thing uh, seem to be going pretty well. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then um, we fucked on that couch for a second, and then we went downstairs, and I fucked her on a granite countertop, and her friend walked in the room. Good and told girl, her it was did she get joined? Oh, the friend didn't join in. No, no. Oh. I used to fuck around with the friend though. I uh, ate her pussy once. Nice. Never really. Depends. Depends. On the girl? You said what? Depends on what? Yeah, like, usually now it's just like, if I like you enough. Would you go down on a girl you just met? Uh, I have before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I probably would. I don't I don't know why I'm saying all this shit. I, I eat pussy, like, almost every time. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's like asking a girl, does she suck dick? Yeah, just get some going. <laughs> just get some going. Um... I enjoy eating pussy. I wouldn't say I enjoy it, yeah. um, but I will do it, and I will do it for a long time mm-hmm. because I am a generous lover. Yeah. Um, craziest place I've ever jacked off was... So I was kind of like, I didn't really have a place to stay at this point. I was kind of like in between friends' couches. Okay. And I had this Ford Explorer Sport, two-door SUV. Mm-hmm. Um... And I had a court date. I forget oh, what the court date was for. I think it was like a traffic ticket or something. So mm-hmm. I go, I drive to the court early. Uh, I was f- 
drunk as shit the night before, and I'm sitting there waiting until it's time for me to go into court, and I'm just like, man, I need to bust a nut right now. So I hop in the back of the, uh, hop in the back of the whip, mm-hmm. you know, lay the seats down. People are like driving by and shit. They can't see in the car, but like cars are driving by and shit, and I just fucking bust one out. Mm-hmm. Um, were you nervous? Were you nervous for court? Had to release some of those. Nerves? That might have been it. Mm-hmm. That might have been it. Mm-hmm. I I forget if this was. I forget if I was in trouble or not. Um, yeah. I don't remember what this date was for. I'm pretty sure it was just a traffic ticket or something though. Mm-hmm. Um, did that and one time in a Target restroom. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I bet it'd be nice in Target. Yeah, they got they got some pretty nice bathrooms there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got yourself a scented candle. Yeah, sure. yeah. Put it in, you know, be like, hey, I'm going to put this in the bathroom Um, for you guys. This is for you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. customer satisfaction and whatnot. That's great. Yeah. And one satisfied customer I was. <laughs> uh, so you hear about this football player, Henry Ruggs. He's, uh, he plays for the Raiders, mm-hmm. Um, played for the Raiders, was going 156 miles an hour in his Corvette, drunk. Um, the time of impact, he was going 127 miles an hour in his Corvette. Uh, killed a 23-year-old woman and her puppy. Oh, man. Uh, so he's fucked, right? He should be. He should be, most definitely. He's got that football money, Mm -hmm. but I mean... That's fucked up, though. He killed a 23-year-old woman and her... Yeah, yeah, he's gotta be fucked. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um... Drunk, speeding over a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, man. That's say his career's over. Mm-hmm. Um, that's crazy. When this happened, a couple days ago. Mm. Um, and there's a, I, he knows he's fucked too because there's this video of him like sobbing and his girlfriend's like holding him. Like he he knew he fucked up. It's mm-hmm. a it's a sad story. You know, got a lot of shit going for him. Yeah, twenty three year old girl probably wasn't on shit, but fuck it, she still died. Mm-hmm. That's um, messed up. Yeah, fucked up story. So, my question for you, Chris, what is the uh, sketchiest event that's ever happened to you in a car? What was your sketchiest car ride? Oh, man. Uh, it'll probably have to be when I was, uh, I forgot how old I was, maybe around like 13, 14, but I was in the car with my brother. My mom was driving. We were on our way to our, to our cousin's house, and um, there was this big semi truck just like on our ass and like you i guess he was trying to pass and like uh it was raining too and he was mad my mom wouldn't get over or something like that and like anyway he uh he finds his way over and like he hits our car like he like bumps and he bumps into our car and it makes our car like spin like we're like spinning across the entire like freeway damn yeah yeah and like <laughs> it's funny uh <laughs> The situation is fucked because <laughs> like we're spinning and we're about to like go right through this uh like this rail and go like our car could have fell in the water and like it could it could have been fucked wow <laughs> and i remember uh i remember in the moment me and my brother we just look at each other like we weren't even like maybe we were just like too young or just like in shock maybe, yeah, you know? yeah probably yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but like we were we were just looking at each other just like like what's going on you know what i mean <laughs> like my mom's freaking out luckily like so much grass got caught up in the tires that like it made the car stop. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, yeah, the, 
that's probably my sketchiest moment in the car right there. We did the guy, did they ever like catch the guy that did it? No, he just kept going. He just kept going. That's sad as fuck. I drive a semi truck, as some of you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the funniest thing about that is uh, my dad, he was at home when this all happened. And like after the incident, my mom, uh, she called the cops first and she called my dad. And my dad still showed up first. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> It's funny, but yeah, man. She didn't sound wide enough on the phone, bro. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> it's got to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you a story about how long it took the cops to get to my house later, but, um, and I'm white. Um, I think they just suck. But that's <laughs> if you're in a fucking semi truck, you don't need to be up on people's asses in the rain mm-hmm. for one. Yeah. You know it takes that you know it takes that thing a long fucking time to stop. Mhm. Um and you know your like main objective on the road is safety. They drill that into you. Yeah. Be safe always cuz it's one of the most dangerous jobs you can do. Mhm. Um and that's a huge risk if you guys would have died and they caught him be vehicular homicide. Mm. I don't think they'd charge him with manslaughter if he hit you intentionally. Um, if a cop just saw him do that and everybody was fine, he'd probably lose a CDL. Yeah. Reckless driving or not, it's, I'm pretty sure they take your CDL, Mm -hmm. reckless driving. How could you just keep driving after something like that, though? That's, uh, Yeah, that's, that pisses me off. Fuck that guy. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just like a complete disregard. Like, I wonder if he was, like, drunk or, like... I don't know what it was, man. That's mm-hmm. an asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a grumpy old dude, I guess. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of fucked up truckers out there. Um, that's, a, that's a scary job, man. I don't know if I could drive one of those trucks, for real. It's definitely like... Would, once you learn how to do it, it's not as scary as it seems when you don't know how to do it. I think backing up would be my most challenging. Thing. Backing up's hard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Backing up's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the same thing every day. So, like, I don't really have, like, I don't really have problems backing up, but I'm not put in any circumstance where it's, like, difficult for me to back up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's some there are some spots that are, like. What kind of stuff are you hauling? Uh, Dry cement, like powdered cement. Okay. Yeah, hauled mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some, that's my ESPN alert. There are some spots tomorrow. Nice. There are some spots that I've seen, uh, seen people have to back into where you got to like do like a 90 degree turn on a busy road. Yeah. Like there are some turns I've seen people make where it takes them like five to six minutes to make the turn. Mm-hmm. It can get pretty sketchy out there. Hell, man. Uh, my last day at work, before we took this trip, there was, this, um, there, was this, there was this truck. He was trying to back in. We had a delivery. And uh, he didn't have a spotter or anything. And he ends up, like, backing into, like, one of my coworkers, uh, my coworker's car. Fucks up his hood, messes up the rim, the tire. Like, the tire's flat. It's, it's undrivable and everything. And it's like... Then he tries to pull off. <laughs> he tries to pull off. And like we're like, yo, man, like you gotta stay here and take care of this shit. That's an attempted hit and run. If you would have put that in the accident report, he'd probably lose his license too. Mm-hmm. Then he tried to handle it with uh my boy without getting a police report involved. And it's like, hell no. <laughs> yeah, well he's he's probably gonna lose his job over that. Mm-hmm. Um 
usually like you can you can have shit on your record and like get a new job, but when you're at a job and some shit goes down, you get fired a lot of the times. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that shit. You was probably scared shitless about getting fired though, which I don't know why, because you can pick up a trucking job so fucking easily. Yeah. Um, stupid. Yeah, you should have had a spotter out there. Should have had a spotter out there. You usually don't have one. Really? Yeah, you usually don't. Well, have I mean, a he should have waited for like one of us, like one of right. us in the building, to tell tell him it's safe and all that. But he yeah, just, he thought he had it on its own. Usually, so. truckers truckers now they used to like help each other and shit. But like, if you're having a problem backing into a spot, a mm-hmm. lot of them are just gonna record you and laugh at you. <laughs> Back in the day, they'd come help you, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, people who are on the fringes of society who are into trucking. Yeah. Um there's a lot of a lot of weird fucks out there driving trucks. Mm-hmm. Um when I'm one of the more normal people in the industry, you know, you got a uh Oh yeah, man. <laughs> you, know, you got a crazy there's crazy people industry. everywhere out here. For sure, for sure. Um <clears throat> sketchiest thing that ever happened to me in a car was probably uh had an Audi in high school. And there was this girl, he was, she was like, at the time I didn't really know I liked her, but I ended up figuring out that I liked her a little too much, and like, I want to say, say liked her, was like, I didn't know. Had a thing was, for her yeah, or something. Like had a thing for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like our first time hanging out, um, and I'm drunk, of course, I was drunk every uh, every day that year. Mm-hmm. Um she's like, you know, we're just talking and shit. And she's like, oh, come pick me up. So I come pick her up. And I had this Audi that was great on the back roads. All-wheel drive, you know, quick. I used to I used to whip it on the back roads all the time. Yeah. Um, And, you know, wasn't no thing. But I was I was taking it a little extra far because I was, like, drowning in pressure, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, flexing a little bit. Yeah, flexing a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I fucking... Uh, accelerated into a turn, which isn't how you turn. You accelerate out of the turn. I accelerated into the turn, um, ended up spinning out, put the rear wheel into the back seat. Mm-hmm. Luckily, nobody got hurt, um, but that was... That's pretty sketchy right there, man. Yeah, that was sketchy. I've been rear-ended a couple times. Um, mm-hmm. That's probably the most frustrating of all accidents. Oh, yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Especially in this car I got now, I got rear-ended, bro. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this, you know, it was, my car was a 2020. It was still 2020 when this happened. I was like, what the fuck? Mm. Um, this guy tried to solve it without getting the police involved too. Mm. And I was like, you know, the damage wasn't even that bad. Um, you'd have to really look at it to be able to tell something happened, but I'm like, it's literally the most expensive thing I've ever owned. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and this guy's trying to, this guy's trying to, uh, get it done without the police. So I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. Um, c- call the police. You just bought this car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this is a brand new fucking car, my mm-hmm. guy. Um, it's the second time I got rear-ended in it, too. One time this bitch hit me in the snow. Mm. Um, so this guy comes and, you know, the cops come, and I guess this guy had, like, a warrant out for his arrest. He was driving without a license, fucking all sorts of shit. Yeah. Um, both of these happened to me on the way to work. Um, the winter, this was, like, two months after I got the car, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a snow day, and I was driving to work, and this bitch was just flying, and she she only like scraped up against the side of it. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not like the side of the car, but like the side of the rear bumper. She like slammed on her brakes and like she ended up going up over the curb and she nudged me a little bit. And I'm just thinking, you dumbass bitch. Oh yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You fucking moron. Mm-hmm. You fucking stupid-ass cunt. Some people just cannot <laughs> drive in shitty weather. Dude, she was just driving like normal as fuck. I don't, I don't know if she was, didn't look like she was paying attention. I mean, she went up into somebody's yard, and she was like, she was like, well, it doesn't look like there's any damage. I got a strong-ass rear bumper on that thing, bro. It really surprised me there wasn't. There mm-hmm. wasn't any damage. So I was like, I guess, you know, what do I call them and fucking report zero damage? Yeah. Like, so I ended up, you know, leaving out of the, the that one time I hydroplaned and had a head-on collision with someone. Mm. Um, we were going really slow, but that was sketchy. Yeah. Um, hydroplaned in my truck a couple weeks ago. That was fucking terrifying. Um, I did that with my Hyundai Elantra. I had fucking damn, almost totaled it, but man, it was it was terrible. The roads are terrible. It's super icy. Couldn't stop. It was bad. You got to go like five miles an hour, dude. Mm-hmm. It's it's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. I remember one time it, there was an ice storm. It took me like two hours to get home from work. I only lived a few miles away. Mm-hmm. I was coming. I was coming home from work too. This is when I was a cook at a restaurant. I had like a. I had just made me a nice burger to go home and eat. Mm-hmm. Got in a fucking car accident. <laughs> damn, I didn't know you totaled that thing. Or damn, no, you I didn't. totaled it at one point. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That wasn't even my only. I've had like three. I had it through like three accidents in that Hyundai. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. Nice. Terrible. You see, you kind of used to whip that thing. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I was getting my Vin Diesel on for sure. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. I remember when I think I only ever ridden the car, rode in that car with you. Well, no, when you first got it, I rode in it a few times. But there's a couple times like on the highway when I was really whipping it. I had to slow myself down. And I was like, look, man, you're in a Hyundai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's <laughs> like, what do you, th- what do you think you're doing here? <laughs> I, it, you can, you can get like that in those little cars though. They're nimble. And mm-hmm. I mean, at least a lot of nimble cars or smaller cars are, I don't know if the Hyundai is nimble, but yeah, um, it was a, it was a reliable car. It, uh, <coughs> <coughs> it lasted me a while. If I would have took care of it a little bit more, I'd probably still be driving it. You think that's why the engine went out on it? Because that wreck? No, 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 no. That wreck was a couple years before the engine went out. Okay, so. okay. Um, so you read this. This is an exact quote from an article that I read. Um. New Delta subvariant, so a subvariant of the variant, coronavirus, mm-hmm. even more contagious than Delta variant, spotted in eight states and 42 countries. Now, I don't give a fuck. I'm done with COVID shit. If you want me to wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. I'm not locking myself down. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not doing any of that shit. Um, the whole time in Texas, we haven't worn a mask. It's fucking great. It should be... I mean, everywhere, if you ask me, it should just be like, I mean, at your own risk. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. At your own risk. I'm tired. They shut the whole country down, fucked up the economy, put like half the small businesses in the country out of business. Mm -hmm. It was fucked up. Um, And I think a lot of it was just for political gain for certain people. Did you tell me you got vaccinated already? No, I haven't been vaccinated. Yeah, neither have I. Um, I'm probably going to need to, though, since I'm going to... To Jamaica next I'm year. Probably um if I get a different job with a different trucking company. Well, if I get a job with a company down here I might not. Mm-hmm. Um but Illinois, Missouri, I think if it's over a hundred employees, I'll probably have to get vaccinated. And there's a 
federal mandate, but I think Texas, like... Yeah, I was just going to ask, aren't, like, some jobs, like, forcing this vaccination yeah, to happen or something? Yeah. Like yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah, luckily my job isn't doing anything like that yet. But yeah, it's yeah. it's for companies with over 100 employees mm-hmm. and government employers. Like, government employees all got to get it. Yeah. I think I think you can get like a regular test too though. If you're not if you're in the government, but if you're just like a private company, I think the employees have the option to either get the vaccine or do like a regular test. And I don't know. I mean, me and Echo talk about the vaccine all the time. Um, but I'm just not comfortable doing it yet. R.I.P. to Echo again. Yeah, man. Talked about the vaccine all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not really, like, I'll probably be fine if I get it. I'm aware of that, but I'm just not, like, not ready to do all that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I hear that people that are vaccinated are still catching the shit. It's know? only it's only effective for, like, five to six months. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if this isn't even going to... They're going to come out with a new strain of vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, they say, they say you get the booster shot, and the booster shot's probably good, but they don't fucking know. Yeah. They don't know. It hasn't been... I'm not going to act like I do too much research on this stuff, but, like, I hear, like, um, like the vaccine was made too quickly. Like they yeah, just well, they, they rushed it to regulation because it was, like, an emergency. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't know if they got all the proper testing done or not, but yeah. I'm, like, I'm not, I mean, there are people that have had adverse effects, um, causes, like, and boys, like, Teenage boys, I think it's more dangerous than COVID. It causes some kind of neurological disorder. Hmm. And there's like more uh, hospitalizations from that than there was for uh, teenage boys with COVID. Uh, Joe Rogan talks about it. Yeah. Um, Sanjay Gupta. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, if, if it's not even going to keep me from getting it, Mm-hmm. You know, you've probably already gotten it. I might have already gotten it. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. might have already gotten it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's not gonna like keep me from getting it, like what, like why would I take that risk? You yeah. know, mm-hmm. I'd, I'm more comfortable risking catching COVID. Yeah. Um, because from another thing I've heard, like if you catch it, then you know you get better from it. You're pretty much good, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like chicken pox almost. And antibodies are like eight times more effective at keeping you from getting it again. Mm-hmm. Um, those wear off eventually too, from what I understand. There are people that have had it twice, but I mean, I'm just, I just like I know what COVID does. Yeah. I don't really know what the vaccine does, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, man, people will give you a lot of shit for that. Yeah, like I said, it's not something I'm. I'm wanting to do, but it's something I'm probably going to have to do. Yeah, Sa- same boat, same yeah. boat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait until somebody makes me, you know? Yeah. Um. So anyway, my question for you is, overall, how would you describe your experience with the pandemic since March of 2020? What were your initial thoughts? What were your middle thoughts? What What do you think now? I remember when it first popped off. Man. I was treating it like everyone else. I was like, oh, well, it's just something it'll... It'll never reach us, right? You know I mean? <laughs> like it'll be this will be over by next week, and then it just started getting bigger and bigger, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is this is actually real." Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then jobs started shutting down. Like I I was I was never too uh like too worried about my work, like being out of a job. It's funny because for those who don't know, I grow weed for a living, and um, it's funny how 
that was essential. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny how weed or cultivators are now essential workers. So <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm, I mean, I was, I was, I was one of the fortunate ones who was still able to work. So yeah, I'm happy about that, and I wasn't really affected all too much until I lost my job for some unrelated COVID stuff, and then I guess after that it started to get a little rough for me. But then again, that wasn't because of COVID. Right. Because right. I lost my job. But yeah, I mean, I know a lot of other people have been in a lot of shittier situations. But I mean, fortunate for me, COVID really hasn't been that much of an issue. I know a lot of people that were making 900 bucks off unemployment during COVID, 900 bucks a week. And I'm That's like, That's one thing I, I, I slept on. <laughs> I wish that happened to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bro, you could have taken some time off for yeah, real. I could have got that unemployment for real. Um, I slept on that. I slept on that. When it first went down, I was selling insurance. Because mm-hmm. it was like three months after I left PTS for unrelated to COVID reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have talked about that on the podcast before, but no time. Yeah. Um, so... I was like Uber driving for that January and February. And then in March I was selling insurance Mm -hmm. and I'm not, maybe I could be a good insurance salesman. I like to tell myself I can be good at anything. Um, Maybe I could be a good insurance salesman, but I just have too much of a conscious, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, it's really hard for me to sell shit to people. Yeah. Um, At least shit like that. You know, if it's some product with like value, Mm-hmm. Um, that I believe in is one thing, but anyway, so I did that and, uh, quit that. I was like, fuck this. Um, is it like, a for someone who, I bet you can make some really good money. Yeah. Yeah. You can make, you can yeah, make yeah. a lot of good money. The mm-hmm. specific company I was working for though, a lot of people canceled their policies. There are these things called chargebacks where you'd have to like give your commission back. Mm. And they didn't tell me that when I, you know, nobody told me that when I was getting hired for the job. They're yeah. just like, yeah, you sell shit and you get commission. I didn't know I'd have to give some of it back at one point. This company had like a 40, 50% chargeback rate. So mm. like 40, 50% of the policies that they wrote, mm-hmm. like people canceled because it was a really shitty policy. Yeah. And the way that it was sold was like really scammy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they wouldn't let you sell it any other way. Um, so yeah, I quit that. I didn't even have anything lined up. Um, this is when I first like decided that I was going to get into trucking, but I had to go to, uh, I wasn't ready yet, so I worked in lawn care. I found a job, like, the day I quit. Yeah. It was it was weird. I don't think, I mean, depending on what you're willing to do, I don't think it was as hard to find a job as some people made it out to be. Um, but, you know, at the time, when it first went down, I realized that this was something unprecedented, and I realized it was, like, huge. Mm-hmm. realized it was a major deal and I, I was like tripping about the virus a lot at that point i really didn't want to catch it so i still don't want to catch it but yeah. like at that point i like was kind of like i don't know if scared was the right word but nervous for show mm-hmm. um as i think everybody was um we'd never you know even if the virus didn't exist we'd never seen everything just shut down like that um and there was so much propaganda going on at the time. You didn't know what to believe. You still don't know what to believe regarding COVID. But when it first started, it was like mad fucking confusing. Yeah. Um. So I went and worked in lawn care. And I shot up to Michigan. I was originally going to go to a CDL school in Michigan, but I couldn't get the loan for it. Um. There wasn't a place for me to... Uh, there wasn't a place that like the loan was compatible with. 
So I worked at a Days Inn for a while. Worked at a Burger King for a day. Mm-hmm. Um, quit after my first shift because fuck that. Worked at a Days Inn cleaning rooms. That was all right. That was yeah. all right. But Michigan was cool. Michigan was cool. Um, my only gripes with it are the cold, which I was prepared for. Um, but just the remoteness of it. There's really not like enough people up there for me. Yeah. Um, I had a great time, you know, my cousin and his girlfriend hosted me, shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was almost like COVID, you know, it was almost like it didn't even exist, because they basically social distance anywhere, there's not a lot of people up there, so. Yeah. It was just kind of how I expected it to be, mm-hmm. um, which turned out not to be for me, and that's okay. Um, you know, I have like, uh, at the start of this year, end of 2020, I've been, I've been thinking, like, man, by 2022, things have got to, like be like back to normal i don't think things are ever gonna go back i don't to normal. think it is man i don't think it is either like we're about to be in 2022 and it's it's not feeling like that <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's not feeling normal yeah. i um they keep saying like we'll get the vaccine shit will go back to normal but that's not that's not like what's gonna happen apparently is not as effective as you guys are saying it is i don't i don't know i just want them to bring comic con back i want my i want my gathering of the other nerds they uh Comic Con San Diego's going on. Sarah oh, really? fucking Wine Shake 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 Shack is fucking <laughs> uh hosting it. Okay. Co headlining it or something. I haven't seen anything going down in St. Louis, uh Wizard World or anything like that. I don't know. I feel like they're still a little sketchy on that in St. Louis. Oh, uh, maybe I need to do some research, see if they're doing anything next year. You ever been to anything like that? No, I've been to the St. Louis Auto Show, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. It's like a convention, convention center type shit. Okay. Um, they have literally every car for the model year in there, and you can like hop in and out of them and shit. Nice. Yeah, it's a lot oh. of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um. <clears throat> all right. So the next thing on this list, if you haven't seen the video, then we're gonna skip it because you got to see the video to realize like how fucked up it is. So. There was this school in Kentucky, and they had this, like, assembly. And they had the female students dress up in Hooters uniforms. Oh, jeez. And the male students dress in, like, women's underwear and give the teachers and the principal and the staff lap dances. What? Yeah, this actually happened. Hmm. This actually happened. Good God. Yeah. It was fucked up. And you can see, like, in the video, the fucking, the uh, principal's just got this big-ass smile on his face. Everybody's laughing. And, like, meanwhile, normal people are like, what the fuck? Yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you not know that you can't do that? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's messed up. You said, where was this? Kentucky. Kentucky? Somewhere yeah. in Kentucky. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, it's a little Kentucky. less surprising mm-hmm. coming from Kentucky, but still. Yeah, like, yeah. When you say Kentucky, I'm like, damn, I guess that's the kind of thing they do. <laughs> and they're like, uh, the parents were pissed from what I understand, but they're like filming it and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you not know? Like, these I'm gonna are have to see this video later. <laughs> underage boys in bikinis mm-hmm. straddling teachers. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. Super fucked. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like I don't know if it was like a bigger high school. I don't know if it was some like kind of like podunk one where in some town where they don't have electricity. I don't I don't know what the fuck was going on, but it was mm-hmm. fucked up. Um, yeah, yeah. 
We'll have to talk about that again after you see the video. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Colby Covington versus Kamal Usman. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thug Rose mm-hmm. versus Jackie Chan. <laughs> Justin Gagey versus Michael Chandler. Yes, sir. What are you looking the most forward to this weekend? Man, between, I'd probably have to say Justin Gagey and Michael Chandler because uh, those other two fights you mentioned are rematches. Okay. And, uh, they're still going to be great fights, but we're about to see Justin Gagey and Michael Chandler locked in there for the first time. For sure. So that's going to sure. be, and plus that's going to be the the main card opener. I don't know if you know, but uh, Usman, Rose, and Gagey, they're all being trained by the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like at first – when they first brought up this card, it was like those three fights back to back to back. But then that guy's they, making some money right now. Yeah, they just moved. Uh, they just so they just moved Justin and Michael Chandler to the first fight of the card, so he can like have some more time to train the other two, so he's not going back to back to back. You know what I mean? Right. Right. That's gonna be a hell of a card, man. I'm excited to watch it in uh, Dallas tomorrow. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We're hitting up Dallas on the way home from Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a little night in Dallas. Drove through Dallas on the way here. Crazy city to drive in. Yeah. Um, really tough to navigate. But yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. We gotta find a restaurant where we can get that done and uh I still gotta book a hotel. <laughs> um I'm sure something will be available. Yeah, yeah. Um, big ass city. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, man, I'm looking forward to watching that. Um so I want to see Colby get laid out. Man, I want to see him get laid out so bad. Mm -hmm. He was saying some wild shit in the press conference, bro. (laughs) He was like, that's racist. (laughs) He's a wild dude, Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's a wild dude. What was that question the guy asked him and he responded with, you know, shout out to all America's first responders. Uh, It was was something stupid. I think he was like a... How would you feel if you lose? Yeah, yeah. How would you feel if you lose this fight? Mm. Colby's just like... Saying something, you know, shout out to the first responders for sure. But <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Though. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. He's he's an entertaining guy. He's he just did that to, to say fuck off to the guy asking yeah, the questions. Deflect the question. <laughs> I didn't like that guy either. I thought he was asking stupid questions, and then he was it took way too long to ask. Apparently, that guy he goes to like every like event like that, and he just tries to instigate the fighters. Hmm. That was my first time seeing him, but like I did some read the comments and like everyone's seen him before really yeah, yeah he does that shit all the time he um kobe covington it's it's crazy how much he like mimics donald trump mm-hmm. he uses like the same media tactics that he does you yeah. know comes up with like nicknames for people Hell, they've hung out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um it's it's funny like how th- much he's playing into that character though i think it's funny how uh since obviously Donald Trump lost the election, he 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 doesn't have him to <laughs> play that card anymore. You know what I mean? Right, but he still plays it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Twenty twenty four, shit's gonna get shit's already annoying. But yeah, yeah, he could run again. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's um that was really like the worst part about Trump being president was just how polarized everything was, and it hasn't really gone back to normal. It's a little better than it was under Trump, but like. Mm-hmm. God, people hated him, man. No, oh, yeah, with good reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, wild, wild fucking dude. But yeah, yeah. It was, it was crazy. I'd never seen people that passionate about politics. Mm-hmm. Um, I legit think he uh, only ran for president because he, he could. Yeah, you know what I mean, he just, he just wanted to. He just wanted to be like. <laughs> you I ever see that this? video when um, it was like 
it was like Obama was giving some speech and like I, I, he made like a a joke to Donald Trump saying like I don't I don't remember exactly what he said but the meaning behind it was the uh, I'm president and you can never be president type shit. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people say that's what made him decide he was going to run. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like a fuck you to Obama. Uh-huh. He had that whole thing where like he was trying to get Obama's birth certificate and shit. <laughs> Fucking Trump's a wild dude. Yeah, he's he's, he's funny though. Mhm. You got to admit like he's funny as fuck yeah mm-hmm. so like some of his tweets and like <laughs> just the way he, like talk shit on people it's yeah. like it's 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 a parody almost. like if he was like if trump was like a promoter for like like dana white or something i'd probably love him. yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> but for like sure. him being it's, the president like eh. he he's like if they made like a comedy show about the president of the United States, he would be like the main character. Yeah. But it's for real. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. He was a wild dude. But speaking of the fucking UFC, what do you think the greatest UFC fights and the greatest UFC fighters are? The greatest UFC fights. I can tell you my favorite fight will probably be Robbie Lawler, Rory McDonald too. I don't know if you've seen that one. I don't believe I have. You you've probably shown it to me. Yeah, man. You probably shown it to me. That was when Robbie was the champ, you know what I mean? He was at the height of his career. Rory McDonald was a killer. Rory McDonald, he's like George St. Pierre's protege. Okay. So like there was like a lot of hype around that fight like this is finally going to be GSP's passing of the torch to Rory and they went out there and killed it all five rounds and uh I got to show you that fight when we uh, get some time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think my f- favorite UFC event that I've seen to this day, I forgot what number it was, but the main event was uh, Conor McGregor and Chad Mendes. And I, just, I, I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, I just remember every every fight on that main card was was a finish, and it was just, man, it was, that, that was, it was a shit. It was a shit. Yeah, I was, uh, I believe I was over at your house for that one. That's probably the list, most lit card that I remember that pops up in my head. But, yeah, man, there's been so many. There's been so many. It's hard to narrow it down to the absolute best. John Jones, Alexander Gustafson, that was a really big fight. And, you know, of course everyone loves the Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley fight. No, just joking. <laughs> the, uh, the Dominic Reyes-John Jones fight was pretty fucking good. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was a really good one. I don't mm-hmm. I don't remember them like you do, though. I know I've seen some bangers. They just don't, like, stick out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Dominic Reyes fell off after that fight. Yeah, man, he fell off hard. Mm-hmm. Fell off hard. Yeah. Um. So did John Jones. Yeah, well, Jones, he's, uh, he's trying to go to heavyweight. He's been, like, this whole time he's not, he hasn't been fighting. He's been putting on muscle. He's been trying to go to heavyweight to fight Francis for the heavyweight belt. What uh, what weight class is his wife in? <laughs> uh, I would have to say straw weight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, he's definitely fucking up in that. They seem all right now, I guess. <laughs> you see that picture he posted with her? No. And like uh, it was like she was holding up something, and it was like. I forgot what it said, but uh, but they both had smiles on their face. But it looks like she was in a hostage situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she was forced to smile and like, yeah, we're good now. You see, apparently, apparently, John Jones is like a major like drinking drug problem. Oh yeah, not like he. You just like that's if, what he said. That's if he does it, mm-hmm. he goes fucking wild. Yeah, he said he's had a long history with uh 
bad experience with alcohol, and he said he's going to try to put that behind him now. But I'm like, I'm like, man, you're almost forty. You should have known that already. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. <laughs> you should have known that shit already. And the most fucked up part about that whole situation was it was tonight he got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he was on stage talking about how he's still thankful that his dad taught him how to act and behave like a man. Yeah. And then the following night, he doesn't goes and pull that pulls that shit. Like, come on, man. Yeah, it was crazy. It's always so disappointing when he gets in trouble because he's such a he's such a beast. You hear what Dana White said about it? No. <laughs> they asked him what he thought, and he was like, "It's not even surprising when he gets arrested anymore." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Um, all I can say is, as a fighter, you know, I'm there every time, but, I mean, I'm not going to try to, I mean, there's no way to defend, to try to even defend what he did there. Right. I mean, you think he beat Ngannou? Man, I think he can, but I, at the same time, I think Ngannou could easily knock his block off. <laughs> yeah. Has he ever fought heavyweight before? No, this will be his first, his first go. But uh, I feel like he, if he has enough time to put the weight on properly, I feel like he could probably be a be a real beast. He could definitely. Uh, he's definitely more technical. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Like, uh, if him and Francis were to fight, I would say, if he could get past like the first two or three rounds, <laughs> you know, what I mean, then the fight would probably be his. But that's a tough one, man. Anything can happen in there. Yeah, um, man. Mm-mm-mm. That'd be fucking. That'd be insane to watch. Francis I hope can that nick happens. you with this. Thumb toe, <laughs> or his big toe, and you know, and still take you out. That's a big man. Yeah, that's yeah. a big man. Mm-hmm. So, we got the greatest, greatest UFC fights, greatest UFC card. Who are the greatest UFC fighters? Mm. Oh man, if I can name them all, if I can name top five, GSP. Like we said, he's a, probably a shitty person, but what he does in the cage can't be denied. John GSP? Jones. Oh, okay. John Jones. I was going to say GSP seems cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, John, GSP, John Jones. That son of a bitch who beat all my favorite fighters, Khabib. Uh, <laughs> uh, DJ Anderson Silva. Demetrius Johnson. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Those are probably my top five right there in MMA. Let's see. Uh, and then if you want to go for entertainment value, you can throw Conor McGregor in as number six. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Kimbo Slice. There it is. Chuck Liddell. Mm-hmm. Randy Couture. Yep. Dada 5000. Randy Orton. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, probably... Khabib, John Jones, GSP. Um, Your favorite DC? No. Uh, <laughs> um, probably all those guys you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Khabib's a beast, man. He literally beat all my favorite fighters and decided to retire. Like, how dare you? You're supposed to stick around until you get beat. <laughs> if you could make three fights right now, what would they be? Khabib versus Usman at 170. I feel like that'd be a good one. Uh, Conor McGregor, Justin Gagey, and yeah, probably the John Jones, uh, Francis fight. Yeah, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't really want to see Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz fight again. I feel like Nate Diaz is getting older. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? Like, if they were going to do that fight, and it should have been right after the second one. But, mm. but then again, Conor, people say Conor's getting washed up, but I don't really see that. He just, yeah, he lost, but he lost to the number one lightweight on the planet. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think he's motivated. As yeah. motivated as he used to be, he doesn't have that desperation that he used to have. You know, mm-hmm. he's just in there like for hunger. He's just in there to make a big show for real. Yeah, get some money. Um, I don't think he's that great of a person either. If I had to guess, Connor. Yeah, I mean, from what we've seen, it doesn't seem that way. But I mean, I don't know the guy, so <laughs> right. I, I don't know. I don't know John Jones either. Maybe yeah. his wife deserved it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but connor's a crazy dude though for sure but he needs to get his shit together you can't go around punching djs and old people in bars yeah for <laughs> sure for sure that was a joke his wife didn't deserve it you gotta clarify shit for people on here sometimes yeah um all right well we did that now let's move on to questions from the internet what we got it's been your favorite thing about Texas. That's not even from the internet. I just came up with that one myself. Favorite thing about Texas. Uh, man, just seeing all new shit for real. Mm-hmm. I love the comedy scene down here. Yeah, that's probably sure. That's probably my number one thing. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with you. Yeah, I mean, there's just live shows every week, <laughs> like Tony Hinchcliffe. And Big Rope. live shows, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, that's insane, like. Like I said, if I was down here, well, I didn't say it on the show but earlier, but if I was down here, that'd probably be like a utility bill for me. <laughs> you know, going, yeah. Going to those damn shows. Yeah, I'd definitely, I'd definitely go regularly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be really expensive if you weren't getting the general mission. Those tables are like 120 bucks a pop. Oh, really? Yeah. One was like 120 bucks and then $30 per person or something. I bet there's some people that like around here that just, DoorDash or something, and just use that money to pay for their tickets every time. That's I can probably see that. what, that's probably what I do for real. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that. It was um, no, nah, the comedy scene's great. The aquarium was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Um, yeah, man, I'd have to agree with you. Just like the scenery, um, the drivers suck. Mm-hmm. Have some good food. Have some good food. Yeah, some fucking amazing food. Twenty four hour diner. They have a fire crispy chicken sandwich. Any of you guys like that? Mm-hmm. Did you get Okay. Yeah, they had the Wagyu beef too, which I don't really like how they treat the fucking I don't really like how they treat those cows, but it does taste pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um it's a fifteen, twenty dollar meal. Um yeah. Phoebe's was fantastic though. Yeah. I got the uh I got the uh crepes and the Fucking flapjack. Mm-hmm. That shit was fire. Yeah, that shit was fire. Um, there's a little blood in the syrup bottle from the guy that got stabbed. Mm-hmm. I just rubbed it underneath my eyes. <laughs> um, block out the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun. I'd say if I didn't drive a hybrid, the eighty eighty five mile an hour speed limit would be pretty cool. Yeah, um, my car mm-hmm. my car struggles at that though. Really uh, hinders my gas mileage. Gotcha. Um, yeah, man. Pretty much the Airbnb's dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. the fucking pretty much everything about it has been fantastic. 
Yeah. This has been fantastic. This is a great fucking place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, what have you learned in Texas? That I need to start getting out of my comfort zone a lot more. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had a good time here. And, yeah, I feel like... And also, uh, I told you this before, but, um, like, being here, like, I've been kind of, like, tight on cash my entire time being here. It's uh, put a pep in my step to, you know, get the grind up, you know what I mean? Yeah. At home, you know what I mean? So I can have... So I can take another trip like this again and have some real money to spend and really enjoy myself. Yeah, traveling traveling was one of the, like, first things that really, like motivated me to do better for myself i remember when i was um i went to colorado once with 180 bucks in my pocket Mm -hmm. um after i paid like me and uh the guy i was going with we fucking went like i think we split the hotel three ways there's three guys going Mm -hmm. um and i only had like 180 bucks until like the second or third to last day of the trip when my direct deposit hit yeah. Um, most of what we did in Colorado was hiking. Um, it didn't really cost any money. I wasn't smoking weed at the time, so mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad. But I definitely got back from that trip feeling like super inspired. It had been the first time that I'd traveled in years. Um, and I was like, I need to do this like at least twice a year. Yeah, I need to fucking go somewhere. This job's already got me filling out applications back home for a second job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, traveling, it's its so cool. Have you ever been to another country? No, 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 no. Fucking, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. That's later. Let me see. Let me see what this question is. We'll skip to it. Um, Where do you want to travel? What's your favorite vacation memory? We'll do that one first. Favorite vacation memory? It'll probably have to be... Eh, I I was young. I don't remember much of what we did on the trip, but I have to say my favorite vacation memory would have to be when me, my family went to Ohio because it's the last real vacation that I took with my dad before he passed away. Okay. Okay. Well, that's depressing, Chris. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to bring down the mood. (laughs) Um. No, that's beautiful, man. That's a beautiful story. Um, don't let anybody ever tell you different. Mm-hmm. So, I think my favorite vacation memory is uh, me and my dad went on a cruise. This is before I knew cruise ships were fucked up. Um, everything cool and fun is fucked up. It's crazy. Um, but we went on a cruise. I was going into sixth grade, so 10, 11, 12 maybe. Um, be like 10 or 11, I think. Um, and we went to... Honduras, Cozumel, Mexico, Belize, and the Bahamas Damn. on the cruise. Mm. Um, Cozumel was beautiful. I fucking snorkeled in the ocean, got to pet a sea turtle in its natural habitat. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't make it back to the shore. I was kind of fat back then, so I couldn't swim back to the shore. So I, I can't had to, imagine you fat. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to ride in the boat. Um, that was fun. I got to ride in a boat. We mm-hmm. took a, uh, it's like a little golf cart four-wheeler thing to the beach. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. But I'd say my favorite memory from that trip was in Belize, where we went tubing. Like, you know, we sat in like those big, like, inflatable donut hole things. Yeah. And we went tubing 
in the, I believe it was the Amazon River, mm -hmm. um, some kind of river in a rainforest. And that's so cool. Like, the rainforest is dope. Mm -hmm. But we're floating down this river, going through caves and shit. Yeah. And they're, like, some, like, really small rapids. You got to, like, grab onto everybody. Everybody's got to, like, interlock on the tubes and fucking, like, go through the rapids together. But there's this cliff in the rainforest, probably 20 feet high. Yeah. Um, Crystal clear water. Crystal fucking clear water. So beautiful. I fucking... Um, Jumped off that cliff and shit. Mm hmm That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Epic. That was fun. There's a picture of me doing that somewhere. I had long hair. Mm-hmm. It's like down in the middle of my back. I suck at swimming, so I ain't jumping off no cliffs. <laughs> yeah, I can... I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the second down. time I've made a black people can't swim joke on the podcast. It's only <laughs> our third episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what the first one was, but I know I made it. Um, so where do you want to travel in the future and why do you want to travel there? Probably, uh, probably Colorado. Just in the States, you mean, or just anywhere anywhere, in anywhere. Probably my, well, my next trip in the States would probably be somewhere like Colorado or just anywhere that I feel or have, uh, like I said, I'm in the weed industry. I would like to see where else I can take this job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I've heard I've heard good and bad things about Colorado, but I need to get out there and see it for myself. It's kind of expensive driving in the winter, I imagine is tough, but it's it's beautiful. As far as states go, probably the prettiest state I've ever been to. Really? Either okay. that or Either that, either that or Utah. Mm -hmm. California's really pretty in some areas. Yeah. Um, some areas are just like in I guess there are areas of Colorado that are industrial and shitty, but mm -hmm. um Yeah, I'm not trying to grow weed in St. Louis forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but fucking north of LA's really pretty. Um Utah's dope. It just kinda depends on what kind of scenery you're into. Utah's like a lot of red rocks and plateaus and shit. Mm -hmm. Uh it's a really neat state to drive through. New Mexico is pretty. Yeah. Um just, yeah, Mexico, that's somewhere I'd like to go, most definitely, too. Well, New Mexico. New Mexico, New yeah. Mexico. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Arizona's not, I guess, I don't know. Arizona's like a normal-ass desert town, but something about New Mexico is fucking beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as, like, scenic diversity, I'd have to say Colorado, because you okay. got east of the Rockies, you got, you know, green and... Uh, snow-capped mountains, and then west of the Rockies, you got, like, red. It's like Utah, almost, but snow-capped mountains in the mm -hmm. background. It's, it's, it's a really pretty state. There's a lot of outdoorsy shit to do there. Um, I've never been to Vegas, either. I gotta get to Vegas sometime. Yeah, for sure, life. for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, see, I don't go know. To Vegas. I don't drink. So, like, would I even enjoy Vegas? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You like gambling at all? No. Mm. Yeah. From what I hear, those are like the two most prominent things to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, they got escorts. I could pay for some pussy. There you go. Um, see if... But I hear you. Besides drinking and gambling, there's, I don't know. I mean, maybe we just need to get there and see it. Just yeah. Just to see like, what else there is to do. See, if I just had a supply <laughs> of shrooms, I, I could go to the bars without drinking. Mm -hmm. Because I'd be on shrooms, and that'd be fun. That's what I used to do, yo. I would eat shrooms and go to the bar. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I ate acid once, went to the bar, um, talked to a bunch of people I didn't know. Mm -hmm. um, 
but yeah, I uh, I need to find a way to get like regulars rooms. Um, I hear you on that. Fucking, it's like microdose, bro. Mm-hmm. I uh, I've done that a few times, and I don't have like a regular enough supply of it to do it regularly. But it's I used to love it, man. I would eat like a straight quarter. And go to the bar. Oh yeah, <laughs> you used to go hard on the shrooms, bro. I've, I've seen you take. I've seen you take some serious grams down, man. Some That's serious shit, amounts man. of shrooms. I love it. Yeah, I it's probably it. probably. I hate eating them, but I love the trip. Yeah. It's probably my favorite feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, besides having sex with men. Um, <laughs> what uh, you like shrooms more than more than the acid LSD? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um. Molly's pretty good too, but definitely shrooms. Hell yeah! Molly makes you kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, shrooms, you kind of get that. You get a very similar euphoria, but you ever tried DMT? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Channeling my inner Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, I would like to. Mm-hmm. I would like. I had some once, and then I did some acid, and I had a really bad trip, and I got paranoid, and I flushed it down the toilet. Everyone always talks about like the trip on that, but I smoked it once and. I don't know if I didn't smoke enough of it or or it was how many bad. hits did you take? Just one. Yeah, they say usually you got to do about three hits. It's best to smoke it out of a uh, oil burner, which is like a crack pipe. Mm. Um, yeah, we just had like one bowl packed and we just passed it around. Yeah, yeah, it's usually not how. Uh, from what I understand, that's not the way to do it. It takes. Um, you don't you don't always break through either though. Gotcha. I took off of that DMT that I had. I took one hit of it, and I was like buzzing. You know, I could definitely tell I was on some sort of drug. But when I took that one hit, everyone around me was like, "Dude, like, you lean back." Like everyone was like, "Everyone was like, you lean back," and you were like this for like five minutes after that hit. But I was like, I was like, "No way, no, I wasn't." You know I think they're I mean? just fucking with you. Yeah, yeah I yeah. feel like they were, but no. <laughs> see, those are, those are bad people to do drugs with, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. do drugs with people that are gonna fuck with you. Yeah, you know. But it was like um, Tim and people that I knew, and I'm like, oh, it was weird. It was some weak shit. So Colorado, Colorado's beautiful. Um, I want to go to Hawaii for sure. I want to go to Maui. Apparently, it's like the most diverse island. Um, Pacific Northwest. I've driven through Washington State, and I think I've driven through Oregon and shit, but I never spent time up there. I was thinking of going there instead of coming here. But I'm like, I know I'm not going to move up there. I might move down here. And it's, like, really, like, rainy out there. Yeah. So I figured it'd be kind of, like, cold and shit. Mm-hmm. But apparently that's a really beautiful area. Um, then the Northeast, um, if New York City ever becomes, like, somewhat normal again, I'd love to see New York City, Boston. Yeah. Um, Could you see yourself ever visiting somewhere like I'm just wondering because I have a coworker who's about to visit there, but uh, could you ever go somewhere like Alaska? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love to go to Alaska. My cousin spent a fucking summer up there one time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's on my that's on my list too. Okay, yeah, Alaska, yeah. Alaska is apparently super fucking beautiful. Mm. Alaska and Montana are two states that I've been to that are like incredibly scenic, from what I understand, or two states that I haven't been to that are incredibly scenic. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how people can live, man. Live down there. I hear, I heard, I heard a red, like, like people who live down there are like probably like some of the toughest people. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, where I was at, bro. My cousin talks about it. And mm-hmm. like, it's some gritty motherfuckers up there, bro. Mm-hmm. I bet. 
Yeah, some gritty fucking people. Cause like I couldn't fucking do it, man. You gotta drive to work and shit too. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Egypt, Giza. I want to go to Giza. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, Giza is kind of dangerous, but I want to see those fucking pyramids. Yeah. Um, Italy for show. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- next international vacation I'm gonna take. I'm probably gonna go to Thailand. Yeah. Thailand's apparently beautiful as fuck. Um, hopefully no tsunamis happen while I'm there. Mm-hmm. Tsunamis be going down. Um, thousands of people die. Uh, yeah. Vietnam, uh, Costa Rica, Italy. Did I say Italy? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Poland. I don't know why, but uh, what about Tibet? Tibet. Where's Tibet? Is it fucking? Is it by China? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know that much about it. That's uh, I saw it in a movie once. <laughs> okay. And I was like, damn, that looks pretty dope. <laughs> okay. Tibet, fuck it. <laughs> Australia, if they ever get out of this fucking COVID lockdown that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they have like the strictest lockdown in the world still. Really? Yeah. I was going to ask, uh, isn't it like Singapore that was like, uh, I think it's Singapore. They're like completely like done with COVID. Like they don't have any cases. They're completely open back up. And, like they're just running smoothly now. I, I think, think it's Singapore, isn't it? I think Sweden was like that. Um, Cause it was one of those spots. So like when COVID first happened, they they shut down hardcore. Like, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I know there's like a Nordic country or two that uh, they just let everybody get herd immunity, and people are so spread out, and there's so few people in the country that it happened within like a month or two, from yeah. what I understand. I thought it was Singapore. It might it might be it might be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's a couple places that have like pretty much totally eradicated it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure though. Um, so we're gonna mix it up a little bit. What do you think of online dating? I feel like it's only good for hookups. I don't believe in. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's some. There's definitely some people that it works out for. But I feel like if you're asking me, that shit. If you really want to meet somebody, have a good relationship with them. I feel like that'd be best to do in person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Regardless, if you're doing it on, I only do that shit online for hookups. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to meet somebody. Well, so. the thing the thing about dating online is like, even if you're not there for hookups, it's kind of insinuated that you're there for hookups. Yeah. And girls that put don't do hookups in their bio. Mm-hmm. A lot of them do hookups. Yeah. You know? They find that right guy, and they're like, ooh, I'll fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> then you're fucking them. They're like, I usually don't do this. I'm like, sure, sure. <laughs> um, Change that Tinder bio. <laughs> and a lot of people, I think, all the girls I've met online, except for one, yeah, who was pretty cool, were kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, if not nuts, just like really like, not the kind of people you want to be around. I had this one girl. Um, I went on a date with her. And we went to this restaurant that her cousin worked at, which was my idea. She wanted to go fucking roller skating. I didn't know her cousin worked there, but we pull up. I'm like, I'm hungry as shit. So we get some food and fucking... She just talks to her cousin the whole time. I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? Um. Then I drop her off. She texts me the next day. Gives me some Breakfast Club reference that I didn't get. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't understand the Breakfast Club reference. It's a good movie, like, though. 
I've seen it. I just don't really remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't hit me back up after that. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that fucking easy. Was it something like, like remember me or some shit like that? <laughs> I don't know, but it was it. It wasn't a great date because her cousin was there, and I didn't really like her and her cousin were just catching up on shit, so I didn't really get to like talk. You were kind of like the third wheel. Yeah, I was kind of like third wheel and her and her cousin. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, this is a shitty idea, but she's she's. Hot. She's got the kind of body type I like: tattoos, fucking blue eyes, black hair. Yeah. Um. One time I hit her up, and I was like, uh, "She tried to sell me her OnlyFans," and I was like, "Yeah." She doesn't know. Yeah. Um. I was like, "Well, not really, not really about that." But do you do actual sex with people? Yeah. Um. <laughs> and she was like, "I guess she's dominant." She was like. Can I slam your dick in a toilet seat? Oh, hot damn. And I thought she was joking, but apparently she's like really into shit like that. Oh, thanks. Um, oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm good on all that. Yeah. Good looking, though. She's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that. Um, Some people are weird, man. But yeah, I think there's this like hookup insinuation. I've met a lot of crazy girls on that. No, not a lot, but... Most girls I match with on there don't even reply back. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like... <laughs> Unless you're, like, immaculately good-looking or charming, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if it really works for you. It's a really shallow... I mean, what's the point of hitting the like button? Yeah. <laughs> if you're not even gonna... It's a really, it's a really like, kind of shallow way to date. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you look good. My other thing about that is, I feel like you don't, you don't know, like, whether this person's a bot or not. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can get... I mean, sometimes you, there's you a lot... You get their Snapchat, and then you have them, like, send you a video of them or something. Yeah. Um, there's some of them though that I'm like, man, I don't even know if you're a real person or, or if you're really the person in this picture, you could be catfishing me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I, I got catfished once. Mm-hmm. This girl's a total fucking bitch. Like she catfished me and I'm like, I'm like, fuck it. I already drove all the way out here. I wasn't going to like do anything with her, but I'm like, come, you know, made plans to go to dinner and go to dinner and shit. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, no, it was a baseball game. Because uh, I was going to bring one of the boys to a baseball game. He ended up not being able to go. So I was just like talking to this girl on fucking Tinder. And I was like, yo, you want to come to a baseball game? She was like, sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was a fucking bitch, dude. She was she was like, I get there. I get there. And she's like, you didn't tell me you were a ginger. I'm like, oh, geez. I'm like, my beard's kind of red. Yeah. It's not even like fully red. And mm-hmm. my hair's blonde. Um, She's like, you don't really look like you did in the pictures. I'm like... My pictures were actually of me. Yeah. Like... <laughs> trying to flip the script. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's trying to flip the script and shit. Mm-hmm. She acted like she was fucking better than everyone. She was like, we were trying to get to our seats, and she just kept, like, pushing people and shit. Mm. I can't be around someone like that. Yeah, no, she was... Don't she, make me look she bad. Was, she was nasty. She ended up leaving, like, three innings into the game, and I fucking spent the rest of the game talking to this couple that was next to me who met on Tinder. Nice. Uh, they were pretty cool. Mm. They were pretty cool. But yeah, she was... She was fucking horrible. That's another thing, too. Stupid, too. insecure brat. Fuck you. If you had to... If you're listening. Fuck if, you. If you had to guess, how old was that couple you. that you were talking to? At the uh, they told me. They were like 28, 29, 30. 28, 20. So I feel like if you're within a certain 20s. age group, like uh, like maybe it'll be better for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it works better. Like once you get old enough to get on Match.com yeah. and fucking talk to people who are actually like looking for something serious, mm-hmm. and it probably it probably gets better. But like Instead of being on Tinder where there's a bunch of 25 and under people just trying to fuck. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's another thing about Tinder, too, is, like, you know, I'm 25, you're 26, right? Yeah. So, like, a lot of the girls on there are, like, 23 at the oldest, you know? Mm-hmm. It was, like, you know, I got my settings set for, like, 21 through 30, and rarely do I ever, like, see anybody I got mine my 40 age. or 45. 45. I need to put it on 40, 45. Yeah, man. I know there's some milfs out there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, you know what's funny about that? <laughs> Every now and then I'll run into one, and it's, like, a, it's like a 18-year-old chick, and she's, like, Oops, I'm not really 40, I'm 18. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, why are you... How, how'd you fuck that up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like... <laughs> that shit is funny. <laughs> um, Blacked is the shit, though. Or black. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Black. I keep getting it mixed up with the porn. But yeah. <laughs> I'm popping on black, bro. I got 13 plus likes on there I can't see yet. Mm-hmm. I'm popping on black. There's some, there's some bad bitches on there, dude. They want you to pay $19 just to see. Yeah, $19 a month. Mm-hmm. $19 a month, and they ain't even going to text me back. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on now. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Come on now. Um, So what do you think of regular dating in this day and age? Because it's not the same as it used to be, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it goes hand in hand kind of with a... The other point I just made: if you're in, a, if you're within a certain age group, you know, I don't know, because bitches be playing games all ages, you know what I mean? But I don't know, man. I mean, I'm open to dating, I am, but it needs to be a certified, like, good girl. You yeah, can't turn a hoe into a housewife. I used shit. to, um, I used to just kind of like go try to go straight into dating, but now I don't even like, I don't even like approach women with any intention um i'm just like just saying what's up yeah well it's it's like if something is ever gonna happen you know i might call you pretty if i think you're pretty you know give you some like physical compliments and shit but you're not chasing yeah Mm -hmm. and if something is going to happen then you know because i'm not gonna date you and i mean i'm not gonna commit to you unless i know you fairly well you know, mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's going to take, you know, I, I guess it just depends on the person, the feeling, but I prefer like just to really get to know the person. Yeah. I prefer yeah. like a friend's first type of thing. Now I used to just go dive in dick first. Yeah. Um, but hear that. that's just being mature now. Right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, I think one thing, I mean, I'm sure I'm open to dating for sure. I think there are wonderful women out there. Yeah. Um, but I see like, Social media is really fucked up dating, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It's fucking Snapchat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen some of the videos I see on TikTok about shit that girls are, like, bragging about doing to their boyfriends and then looking at the comics and all the comments and all these other girls encouraging. And I'm just like, scares you, you know? Um, mm-hmm. When you got guys paying over half their income or more in fucking alimony, it scares you. Yeah. You got girls... You know, you got guys paying over half their out or half their fucking income or more in child support. It scares you because mm-hmm. it's that's the one thing. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna marry a woman, you run that risk unless you have an airtight prenup. Prenup. Mm-hmm. Um, even just having sex, you run the risk of getting someone pregnant, and you run the risk of that person not being somebody that you want to get pregnant. Yeah, and, like you're saying it. That something like that was to happen in Texas, you're bona fide fucked. Yeah, you're bona fide fucked. There's no abortions here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, you know, it's up to her to get the abortion anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, like, if you just, you know, knock up some crazy girl and she... uh, Like a one-night stand type deal. Yeah, shit. and she yeah, just yeah. wants to carry your baby and then sue you for child support. Mm-hmm. You're fucked. Yeah. You know? And half of them aren't even going to... They're going to fight so that you can't even see the kit. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. There's a lot of people in, like, divorces or, like, into relationships. Ammo. Yeah, they use the kid as ammo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of shitty people. A lot of good people, too, but there's a lot of shitty people out there you got to watch out for. And I think that when you're when you're dating, you're most susceptible and most vulnerable to those people. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is, like, I see why people are like, and girl, you know, women are like this, too. They feel this way about some of us. There's a lot of shitty guys out there, and they, you know, they're really, like, hesitant to let somebody in because some crazy ass shit's happened to them and it's not even like i don't think a lot you know people will say that that's just like past relationship trauma that you got to get over and part of that's true Mm -hmm. but like a lot of it's just being like logical Mm -hmm. you know you got to watch out for people especially when you're fucking them yeah what's a uh what's a deal breaker for you relationship setting Hmm. deal breaker deal breaker uh I don't know, man. Like, I'm pretty, uh, I like to be, initiate, give my girl a certain amount of trust. Mm-hmm. And any uh, deviation or breaking that trust yeah. in any way could definitely be uh, a deal breaker. You know what I mean? I would, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, like, maybe, like, talking to dudes that she knows damn well, like, what they're after. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that type of shit. Like, Yeah, there's a lot of... uh. There's this narrative that's like, if you don't want your girl talking to her ex or some crazy shit, then you're insecure. It's like, no, I don't. Like, mm-hmm. why should I have to put up with that? Yeah. The, why is this motherfucker in the relationship too? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm dating you. I'm not dating all these fucking dudes that you're hanging out with. Yeah. Um, and if it's you know, if you're like one of those people that's in an open relationship and it's communicated, that's one thing. But. Like we can have friends and shit, but I would prefer those friends to be people who are also in relationships. You know what yeah, I mean? <laughs> see, I mean, I don't care. I don't care who the friends is. My thing is like, I know most guys' intentions. Yeah. Um, Except for it was like a homie, like you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know like most guys' intentions, and you know, if you're friends with them, like maybe you're thinking the best of it. Maybe they aren't actually trying to fuck you, but most of the time they're trying to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um. It's kind of hypocritical of me to say that because I hang out with girls that I'm not necessarily trying to fuck. Yeah. Um. So I mean, surely other guys can do it too, and they can. They're out there. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna tell my girl she can't hang out with dudes. You know, I'm ba- I yeah. basically just let her do just whatever. Be careful who you're hanging. Yeah. Out with. You know what I mean? Let yeah. her do. You know, basically let her do whatever she wants. Don't prioritize them over me. Don't lie to me. Don't cheat on me. Mm-hmm. And you know. Other than that, it's just like all freedom and give me the same kind of effort I'm giving you, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, like it's all freedom. But communicate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I, if I catch you lying, you know, if I catch you trying to manipulate, well, girls are going to try to manipulate you, but like deceive me if I catch you on some bullshit. It's like I used to stick around for shit like that. And it was like the most like stressful fucking thing ever. It changed mm-hmm. me into an entirely different person. It just made me like angry and fucking insecure all the time so like if if i get like a hint of that it's like fuck nah 
Yeah. Like I'm, you know, I'm perfect. I'm perfectly fine being alone. I'm happy alone. So like, Mm -hmm. that's the first step to being in a good relationship. Yeah. Be comfortable being by yourself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, if something happens, it happens. I definitely like to have feminine energy in my life. You know, Mm -hmm. I like to have like female friends at least, but I mean, it's not really something that I like go out and try to, you know, reel in. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd also say like deception, lies, breaches of trust. Those are a deal breaker. Yeah. Um, her just generally being shitty, like her being rude or like mm-hmm. stupid, judgmental, or like you know, like a snob. It's nah. Um, in a penis, I don't <laughs> want her to have a penis. <laughs> yeah, facts. Um, let's see, let's see. What this will be our last question. What's your philosophy on life? Philosophy on life, the deep question. <clears throat> Man. You gotta you gotta grind to get to where you really want wanna be in life. You know what I mean? Anything anything worth doing is gonna require some hard work, you know? And Treat others the way you want to be treated, pretty much. Heard that. Yeah. Heard that. I um, this is kind of a tough question to answer because mm-hmm. I could go on for like hours. Philosophy isn't just like a. That's one. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's one thing I've been saying for a while. The first thing I said was, anything worth doing in life is really it's going to require some hard work. Yeah, you know I mean, for so sure. Like, for if sure. You think you've got that thing that you want to do? Like, for the rest of your life. Be ready to grind it out. Yeah, you know? yeah. Put every ounce of your being into that shit, you know what I mean? And make it happen. Yeah. There's no shortcuts. Yeah. I, um, I agree with, I agree with everything you said. Um, and we're out of time. So, Chris, it's been a pleasure doing this podcast with you. Yes, sir, it has. Um, I will see you in the car. <laughs> Sounds good, my friend. All right, peace. Uh, Instagram. D-R-E-W-Z-Y underscore M-A-N-E, Druzy Main, uh, stillhumanapparel.com, stillhumanthepodcast.com, it's stillhumanpodcast.com, stillhumanthepodcast on Instagram, stillhumanapparel on Instagram and Facebook. Um, follow Echo's social media, even though he's dead, um, at it's Echo Shorty on Instagram, Echo Shorty on SoundCloud. It's being ran by me now. Yeah, it's being ran by Chris. Yeah. Um, Chris, you want to put your links out there, your socials? Oh, uh, man, nothing extravagant, just Chris Johnson on Instagram, and actually, I think it's like Chris Johnson 4 or something like that, but it is what it is. I don't really post anything interesting, so. I thought it was KJ underscore Beast 95. Is that your Twitter? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, that's my Twitter. Yeah, KJ yeah, yeah. underscore, that's where you post, right? Mm-hmm. KJ underscore Beast 95 on Twitter. Um, thanks for listening. I'm going to go suck some dick. <laughs> Peace. Right. I'm going to have him get a picture of us for the gram. Yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry, that mic was a little far away at times. Oh, no, it's good. It'll probably sound.